Those whose home is in that special place called the Bayou. There's nothing quite like it. Why is that place so special? The Louisiana Bayou. It's our next stop in the Big Blue Marble series. Will I never be blue? My dreams come true. Today on Weather Jazz. It is Science Wednesday, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and from time to time, some off-topic things, most of which we cover on Open Line Friday. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 38 in season three. And this is Wednesday, Science Wednesday, March 8, 2023. Today's episode brought to you by the great folks at Rise and Dine Restaurant in Chesterland on the east side. Near east side of Cleveland, West Central Geauga County, for those of you wondering in what county Chesterland is, you will find Rise and Dine right at the southeast corner of Routes 306 and 322. They're in the plaza just south of the CVS, and they're open Wednesday through Monday. So start your week off right and their week off right, which begins today, with a visit to Rise and Dine and their extensive Menu offerings from breakfast to brunch to lunch. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face and please let them know that you heard about Rise and Dine on Weather Jazz. Especially if you're sampling Rise and Dine for the first time ever because you thought, you know what? Let's see what this is all about. Pay them a visit today. Well, this is Science Wednesday and we started a series at the beginning of the year called Big Blue Marble, where we take a look at areas of our own globe that are very interesting, very specific ones, and maybe some that are somewhat general. Today, that is the category that we will be investigating today. More on that in just a second. But before I dig into the details of today's Big Blue Marble series, I did get an email And a very interesting one, and I want to cast out a net, if I may. You see, I received an email from Matt. And Matt said, hi, Andre, do you remember the Noel sign at the old CEI First Energy Lakeshore plant during Christmas time? For those of you wondering, that CEI plant was at the end of the road where WJW Fox 8 resides. Well, that plant a number of years ago did get demolished. However, 
The memory persists, and Matt continues, just wondering if you or anyone know of a picture that exists anywhere of that Noel sign on the side of the CEI plant. My dad was the one who did that every year to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Thank you. A frequent Weather Jazz listener and former student pilot, by the way. Ah, at Park Lakefront Airport. What a great airport that is, too. Well, Matt, it's my hope that somebody out there in the Weather Jazz family, perhaps, maybe even inadvertently, would have a picture of that Noel sign on the side of the CEI plant that once existed at the end of East 55th Street on the near east side of Cleveland, right along I-90. If you happen to have a photo of that, please let me know. Send me an image or just drop me an email or contact me via the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. By the way, my email address is weatherjazz at yahoo.com. You can send me a JPEG there, and I'll be sure to forward that over to Matt just in case you have that image. Okay, everybody, it is Science Wednesday, the big blue marble series. Where are we going today? We're going to keep things kind of warm and toasty, given the fact that the rest of this week, in fact, uh, the pattern in which we find ourselves is a cold one. Incidentally, at the end of this week, on Friday, we could be in for some shovelable snow. And of course, part of, if not maybe even all of the segment on Friday, Open Line Friday, will be given toward this system which may give us much more snow in one day than we had for the entire month of February. Wouldn't that be a kick? Well, more on that in just a bit. Let's go to someplace warm, our big blue marble series, just as the open suggested, has to do with a type of land that you will find really only in one specific area of the USA. We're talking about the bayou, and most of the bayous are found in Louisiana. However, you'll find some in southeast Texas, and you'll also find a few areas in extreme southern Alabama, right along the Gulf Shores. Well, in usage in the southern United States, the word bayou typically refers to a body of water found in a flat, low-lying area, and it may refer to an extremely slow-moving stream or river, often with a very poorly defined shoreline, marshy-like wetland or creek-like areas, and they typically contain brackish water. Brackish water is essentially a mixture between seawater and freshwater so it's not quite as salty as the seawater, but it's certainly not fresh water either, somewhere in between. And brackish water can be very highly conducive to fish life and plankton. Bayous, by the way, are commonly found, as I mentioned, along the Gulf Coast region of the southern United States, in particular along the Mississippi River Delta. I'm going to post a picture on weatherjazz.com, episode number 38, of an aerial actually taken from a satellite of southeast Louisiana. And you'll see what I mean. The mixture between the landmass 
And the Gulf of Mexico is often very poorly defined. It's kind of a mishmashy mix of both. Now, a bayou is often an ana branch or a minor braid of a braided channel that is much slower than the mainstream river, often becoming boggy and even stagnant. Now, the fauna varies by region according to what's happening and just exactly how salty the water is or how fresh the water is. But many bayous are home to things like crawfish and certain species of shrimp and other shellfish, catfish, frogs, toads, salamanders, lizards, newts, American alligators, don't mess with those. American crocodiles, don't mess with those either. Herons, lizards, turtles, and tortoises, along with spoonbills, snakes, and leeches, along with a number of other species as well. Well, let's talk about the entomology. In other words, where the word bayou comes from. The word entered American English via Louisiana French, Creole French, essentially. And it's thought to originate from the Choctaw word bayouk, B-A-Y-U-K, which actually means in that language, small stream. Now, it first appeared in the 17th century, and the term is found in 18th century literature and accounts from maps, where eventually it was shortened to its current form, bayou. And an alternative spelling is also found in some of the 1800s maps. One in particular, 1833, the earliest one we can find, of the Arkansas Territory, where bayou is spelled just a little differently. It's B-U-Y-O-U. Now, it's interesting to note that the number of bayous or the areas considered bayous has been steadily shrinking over the course of the last few decades. And the reason is that they seem to be susceptible to pollution, such as runoff from nearby urban communities, along with oil spills. Now, there are many bayous that have essentially been cleared away by human activity as well, with those in Louisiana having shrunk by almost 5,000 square kilometers since the 1930s. That's a pretty decent area. Well, we opened up the segment with the song Blue Bayou. So the question remains, is there any place called the Blue Bayou? Well, if there is, it certainly is very highly local. There's none on the roles that I could find anywhere online. But even though Blue Bayou is a very popular song, which was initially written by Roy Orbison and Joe Melson and recorded by Orbison in 1963, that's not the version we heard, though, that was followed up by the Linda Ronstadt cover in 1977. And that actually went to number three on Billboard's Top 40. And it actually stayed there for four very long and very healthy weeks. Well, there's also a famous 2021 film by the name of Blue Bayou. Now, don't criticize me for the pronunciation of these names because, quite frankly, I'm not a film goer. I've not actually gone to the theater in more than three decades. I think the last film I saw had to do with Back to the Future a long time ago. I've seen films here at home 
uh, on streaming and things, but typically those are faith-based and encouraging. So for the last couple of decades, as I see stars' names come about, and very popular ones apparently in current culture, I have no idea who they are. So if I mispronounce these names, my apologies to those of you that are film buffs. But I'm going to give it my best shot. Blue Bayou in 2021 was a film that starred Alicia Vikander, Mark O'Brien, Lyndon Palm, Sidney Kowalski, Vondi Curtis Hall, and Emery Cohen. I hope I did okay. By the way, Blue Bayou had its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival in July of 2021 and then was finally released to a theatrical audience on September 17th, 2021. Okay, so if there's really no such place as the Blue Bayou, which there may be, but again, it probably is reserved for a very, very small and only locally known area. By the way, if you know an area called the Blue Bayou, let me know. Let me know where it is so that we can highlight it at some point. But again, as of right now and as of all of my research has indicated, there's no such place known as the Blue Bayou, except, of course, in song and in film. So the question begs, what are some of the well-known bayous across the area? Most of them are in Louisiana, a few in southeast Texas, and a couple of them along the south coast of Alabama. The most notable example would be Bayou Bartholomew, which, by the way, is the longest bayou in the world. It is 364 miles long, and it straddles between Arkansas and Louisiana. By the way, it's also the second most diverse stream in North America, with over 100 aquatic species found there. Another bayou which is worthy of mention is the Bayou Corn. You see, this Bayou Corn did not exist really much beyond 2012, at least that we were aware of. It was suddenly created from a collapsed underground salt dome cavern operated by Texas Brine Company and owned by Occidental Petroleum. The sinkhole was located near the community of Bayou Corn in northern Assumption Parish, Louisiana, and it was discovered on August 3rd, 2012. Well, it was a little more than 10 years ago. And at that point in time, they suddenly realized that there were about 350 residents of that community that needed to be evacuated because that part of the ground was ready to collapse, and in some cases, it did. Scientists, by the way, have stated that the evacuation order could last for years as they try to determine the extent to which that ground is going to collapse and become a marshy bayou. Now, as I mentioned, most of the bayous, at least the ones that we're aware of in the U.S., are in Louisiana. There are several in southeast Texas, which are notable, and one or two in southern Alabama as well. And one more note before we close out this segment on bayous. Bayous 
are not to be confused with Lake Pontchartrain, which is an estuary. So what in the world is an estuary, you may ask? Well, it may end up being another segment of Weather Jazz for the Big Blue Marble segment, but for the sake of separating the idea between a bayou and an estuary, an estuary is a partially enclosed coastal body of brackish water with one or more rivers or streams flowing the freshwater contribution. And uh, with a free connection with an open sea in some way, shape, or form. Estuaries, by the way, form a transition zone between river and the open sea or maritime environments. That's what Lake Pontchartrain is. Lake Pontchartrain has many rivers flowing into it, the freshwater aspect of it. And near the areas where the river feeds Lake Pontchartrain, which is, by the way, quite huge if you've ever seen it on a map, that's where most of the fresh water is. Most of the brackish water would be found wherever the channels are between that inland lake and the ocean because you get a little bit of a tidal variation in and out of those channels. And, of course, when the tide comes in at high tide, some of the salt water actually backs into the lake. And while it has absolutely nothing to do with a bayou, I do have an interesting little tidbit of information about Lake Pontchartrain. The first is that the Mississippi River does not feed Lake Pontchartrain. Rather, it goes alongside it and along the southern banks and by a very, very, very close margin, maybe a few hundred feet at its closest, but not once does it feed Lake Pontchartrain at all. And the second thing is that on Lake Pontchartrain, as big as it is, it is the home to the longest continuous bridge over water in the world. The bridge has four lanes, two lanes each way, And the total length of the bridge on Lake Pontchartrain, 23.875 miles, almost 24 miles long. That is huge. But it has absolutely nothing to do with bayous. It's just another little extra that I'm tossing your way. Hope you enjoyed today's episode about bayous. And if you know somebody who's into bayous or the Blue Bayou, the song, which, by the way, as far as we know, doesn't really exist, yet it is an interesting topic to delve into because there are some interesting bayous out there. So help me to spread the word, tell your friends about it via social media or over the fence, eyeball to eyeball. Hey, do you have a question or a topic suggestion Or like Matt had a question that maybe the Weather Jazz audience can help with. I welcome your input. You can reach me anytime. WeatherJazz at Yahoo.com. Also, give me a call. Leave me a voicemail. The Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line always available at your fingertips. 234-525-5888. Leave me a message. We might even use your message, your question, your query, your suggestion, your comments on the air. You might hear your voice right here on Weather Jazz. 
Open line Friday right around the corner. Looks interesting weather-wise. Not sure what we have planned. And sometimes those are the best programs. Not knowing how it is you're going to proceed until you wake up that Friday morning. So in a couple of days, let's make a date and let's meet right here on Weather Jazz. We'll see you then. Weather and science across the globe. Jack!